You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome in to the DMVR Fantasy Podcast. Could not see if that recording, uh, what what is it, Icon is on. We are, as always, in a spectacular form when it's the full three of us. I'm back. Couldn't be happier. Andre Simone, back with you with Henry Chisholm, Guy Casavan. Uh, thank you guys for holding down the the four. A be- You're welcome, Dre. Uh, what is it? What's that expression? Uh, a late Thanksgiving to everyone? Um, I think yeah. you have to say like happy late Thanksgiving or something. I don't think you just say the, the you holiday. You have to say that? Well, I think, you well, I mean, you, I guess you don't have to. There's no point if you're not going to say happy late Thanksgiving. Well, do you want it to be happy or do you want it to be belated? That's the real or, question. Are you just belated is the word I was looking has for. happened. Oh, belated. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Still yeah. the happy is what gives it any meaning. And we're still learning English, so. A belated happy Thanksgiving to you all. Let me be the last one to offer you a happy Thanksgiving and the first to wish you a happy holidays, though I'm sure I'm not the first. Uh, So there we go. That is quite the sappy intro for you on this beautiful Thursday. We had no Thursday night football, so it's actually Friday. I can't even get the day straight. What I can get straight is all our bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, which is the presenting sponsor of this lovely podcast. Get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DNVR. Even producer guy is in on this. Oh, yeah. He's in on all the fun. Just five like parlay, dude. I'm gonna be sweating today, man. I gotta keep hydrated. That's, that's how that's how we spent real before living. this show. That's real just living. Working together <laughs> to build a parlay for the day, and. And now we all get to spend all day just watching these basketball games. It's going to be incredible. This show started uh, late because we were putting together a spectacular uh, parlay that we might reiterate to the public at some point. five-leg monstrosity, dude. God only intended things to have four legs, and we added a fifth, and here we are. There you go. God or the good people at the DraftKings Sportsbook app who are giving you the boost on this four-leg parlay. We got greedy. We made it five legs. We love that juice. Some would say we are addicted to that juice. We love it so much. 
Another juice we are addicted to is fantasy football. We are getting into that final stretch. We haven't talked in a really long time. I need some big time advice from my guys. Um, by the we're way, talking how- about like relationship advice, like maybe with Ooh, your kids I'm or like financial, like which advice could he, what are we looking for here? No, I have one child and I am married. So that's up to me to figure that stuff out. What I do need is in my league where I am. Well, this is the wrong league. I have questions for all. (laughs) How do I find my league? How do you use this app? Yeah, I mean, I know how to use the app. I'm pretty comfortable with the app. So, okay, we've got a super flex league. Just otherwise, but go on. No, this one, I'm I'm in the hunt. I'm second most points in the league and uh it's we're doing two matchups a week so that's always fun so i'm 14 and 10 because every week to, i'm playing against two opponents you know what i'm saying i'm used to listening to henry's like oh and 11 one and 10 teams over here yeah shut up it hasn't been oh and 11 in weeks i'll have yeah, my it's 12 <laughs> i'll have our two and eight team we'll we'll get the update on that um all right so super flex i'm starting the two quarterbacks i'm starting Kenyon drake and austin eckler at running back and i'm setting and forgetting tyreek hill tyler lockett dk metcalf what i need is a fourth wide receiver and i am extremely torn between cole beasley going against the san francisco 49ers Tyler Boyd with a backup quarterback against the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Jamison Crowder going against the Raiders. Yep. That's the one. Yeah. Crowder. He had, he, had a dud of, he had a dud of a week, but you can expect him to bounce back. Over of Beasley? All those people, yeah, of all those people, yes. Especially yeah. considering Tyler Boyd. Uh he's going up yeah. against uh he's going up against uh Xavier, Xavier Howard, Howard, right? Xavier yeah. Howard. Save yeah, it. do not do that, dude. That's an easy stay away. Um, yeah, Jameson Crowder is the one I would choose out of that. I, I mean, mm. nothing against Cole Beasley necessarily, um, but I think that Raiders, um, well, I mean, they got after the Broncos. That's undeniable. But uh, KJ Hamler kind of got his in that one, though. They weren't great against the. Yeah. Well, no. And they, they just gave up like what? That was the Miami 43 points against the Falcons last week. Yeah. They yeah. just like hemorrhaged points. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they will certainly beat the Jets, but I don't see them, uh, you know. Uh, well, I think I'll just say that Jameson Crowder, I think, has the best chance to bounce back. Yeah. Over Beasley, huh? Yes. It's a, it's a tough call. Because, he, like, even though it is the Raiders' defense, like, that doesn't mean that the quarterback can all of a sudden, like, get the ball to the receivers. Like, he can still just miss all those throws. I I don't really like any of the options. I I think that it wow. is between Beasley Shots and Jamison Crowder. Um, yeah, but you, you have DK well Metcalf. You have uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tyler Lockett. And you have, who's Tyreek Hill? And you have Eckler and Drake, and presumably your quarterbacks are good as well. So I mean, yeah, Russell Wilson. Talking about wide receiver Kirk four Cousins. here. Yeah, it's my super flex. It's my super flex. It's the last spot on the lineup. I go. I guess I could throw it's full PPR, correct? Full PPR. Another option would be Tyler Higby. I'm starting Noah Fant as no. my tight end. Another option would be Lavisca Chenault, who's coming back. That seems way too risky. Um, final option would be James White. Uh. James White over Beasley or over Crowder? 
No, yeah, I like I like the wide receivers so. better, especially at full yeah. point PPR, man. I think there's a solid floor just based on you. volume. Yep. I agree with you. Um, and we agree. Start no fan over Tyler Higby. Yes, fans yeah. heating up full PPR. I like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. The other. Oh. <laughs> I confuse all these leagues right here. Um, really dating myself on this episode, coming off as quite the old man. Okay. The <laughs> fuddy-duddy, if you will. Yeah, truly. All right. This is another league where I have a super flex, full PPR, Cousins, Russell Wilson starting uh, quarterback, Wayne Gallman, Aaron Jones starting at running back. And what I need to figure out is I'm pretty sure I'm starting Keenan Allen and Juju as my two wide receivers. <laughs> But for that wide receiver's three spot, do I go Chase Claypool, Marvin Jones, uh, Josh Reynolds, KJ Hamler, Jakeem Grant, Marquise Brown, DJ Chuck? Okay. No, I like, you, I like Claypool. You had it with the, one of the first two there, but I would Claypool, Claypool. or Marvin Jones. You'd like be Claypool. doubling down on Steelers wide receivers. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, but I think that you're uh, – I don't know, man. All hope is lost in this league. This is in a dynasty league, like in real life, you need to either be a contender or a bottom feeder. I am stuck in the middle. I thought I'd be a contender. I'm stuck in the middle. Uh, and so this kind of sucks. And yeah, we got but, Kenny Galladay sitting out of practice, Matthew Stafford and DeAndre Swift limited. So um, even though Marvin Jones is going to see the bulk of the work, if Matthew Stafford doesn't play, I don't like that at all. No, you hate. Um, but if DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay are out, man, that's one that you gotta you gotta take down to the wire there. Yeah, I mean he hasn't. But if Kenny Galladay plays, then I don't. Like, well, like, he had one. Like, he had one big game. Oh, was that first one? But I mean, last week forty-eight receiving yards. Week before fifty-one. Week before that, he did have ninety-six with a touchdown. Like we've yeah. seen Marvin Jones in this situation before, and it didn't work. I think it's Claypool. Claypool, yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm with you. Marquise Brown really lit it up last week, but that wasn't even with uh, with uh, Lamar Jackson on the field, so I wouldn't count on that. Okay, finally, it's the league where I'm the defending champ, and uh, everything has gone wrong. Just injuries at quarterback, injuries at running back. Finally, I can start my four running backs again, my four horsemen, because Morstow and Austin Eckler are back, though Zeke Elliott has killed me in this league. This is a league where last year I was killing it because I had Jameis Winston and Matthew Stafford at quarterback. Well, Stafford's been oh. injured. Jameis isn't starting. I have stupid Garrett Gilbert on my line on my <laughs> roster who I just need to cut at quarterback. What's my best solution here? Cut Gilbert and have Chase Daniel. So one way or another, I can start whoever's starting in Detroit. You should sacrifice a goat in a pentagram. That's your best option, I think. If you're starting Garrett Gilbert. Uh, That's good yeah, fantasy you, advice. You, yeah, you need some real. Uh, no, I can't say, start him. Spiritual I mean, he's cuttable. Yeah, you know, I feel, I feel you. Yeah. Ugh, um, There's okay. no reason to have Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, start no, there. I I Pick it. up whoever you want. <laughs> Though I do feel like next year Garrett Gilbert should have a better path to starting than like Chase Daniel. He's yeah, Gary Gilbert uh, was lit that one week, guys. I mean, uh, if if I, your bar is Chase Daniel, though, you're in a bad place, you know. Yeah, no, like no neither fear. of those guys are going to be doing anything fantasy wise. Yeah, 
you can say that again. So I'm back to wide receiver decisions where and I'm, your trade deadline is passed for presumably. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I mean, this, this team defending champ, all the injuries have killed me. So I'm actually going to be drafting in the top five, which is kind of fine. Um, and it, it's a Debbie league, so we can draft college players. I already Ooh. have Jalen Waddle on my team. I had Henry Gruggs a year early on my team. I had AJ Brown a year early. So that's really healthy. And that's why I'm stacked at wide receiver, but I need four. Um, and it's going to be hard to pick out four because I've got AJ Brown, who's got a hip injury and is questionable. Brandon Cooks, who now know Will Fuller. So Brandon Cooks is legit kind of nice. Oh, we haven't even talked about this with you yet. Devontae Parker, Allen Robinson. So I think Cooks, Parker, Brown, depending on health, are the three I start. Then I need to decide between one out of Christian Kirk, Stephon Diggs, Jerry Judy, also listed as questionable, Allen Robinson, Henry Ruggs. I mean, why I really don't want to say it. Actually, Brandon Ayuk is back too. Yeah. Like that secondary for, we've been over this. This is the other Lamar Jackson, and they have like a bunch of other guys who I've never even heard of uh, because they cut, what's his name? Pierre Desir. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Bless Austin is on IR. So that secondary is horrific. And uh, Josh Jacobs is out this week, I believe. So yes, I he think is. Henry Henry Ruggs is your. Uh, I mean, it's not like confirm confirm, but it, he's probably probably out. Um, but I think Henry Ruggs is probably your best bet there. Over Brandon Ayuk, I didn't say Ayuk, and I have two Ayuk related questions. So Ayuk's going up Ayuk? against the Bills. Yes, and but I think no, that that game no that game. Yeah, but that game last week against the Rams was not liar. Wait, Debo's out. Yeah, he just came back. Debo's always out. I'm going to confirm, but I was pretty sure he was out. That's wild. He's played like three games this season. I know. Wow. Anyway, um, I'm still saying rugs, to be honest. I don't want to say it because of the team he plays for, but I think that going up against the Jets, um, and honestly, I mean, outside of Waller, like who is his competition for targets out there? Nelson Aguilar, of all people? Hey, Come on. Ryan man. Edwards. He hasn't put up mad numbers. I, I still think that Henry Ruggs is due for a a, a big, you know, a Ty, Tyreek Hill-like performance where he just gets those bombs. And that Jets secondary is primed to be thrown on. So, Yeah, uh, I'd be tempted by Diggs, too. I, I still think that he's a solid play. Like, he was just so good for so much of the year. And while he has fallen off a little bit, like, going oh, up against it. Richard Sherman doesn't scare me i i I, it just feels so safe and also like it would be tough to like i mean i guess he scored in double digits in every game this year like that's just like a good solid safe option um plus he's in the 20s two of the last three i'd probably take digs yeah and i mean alan robinson another safer option too yeah, uh, I would go digs over Robinson though. Robinson just dropped a goose egg last week, didn't he? Not a goose egg fully, but wasn't a good game. Yeah, and he had uh, twenty four the week prior, right? Yeah, I would, say, was I would say twelve. I would say just passed. Yeah. What, what do you What do you need? Do you Hold need on. a big game, or do you just need a guy to put up a solid performance? I'm dead in the water, so it doesn't really matter. But oh. I, yeah, I, I can kind of roll the dice. 
I'll oh, respect 10 minutes on a tanking. team that is dead in the water. This is great. Oh, about four people who have these players. They might be in, though. I know, I know. I, I was asked, um, I, I'm sorry I'm blanking on your name, but uh, someone reached out Hi, on Cass Twitter. Man. That's my name. Was asking Ayuk or Cole Beasley playing, playing each other, playing each other this week. I was saying if you need to roll the dice, go Ayuk. If you need the safer play, go Colby's. Yeah, that's probably correct. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe Debo Samuel's out again. That's Well, double. Yeah, did not practice. Did he have a really good week last week, too? Did not practice. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um. All right. So I, I've got more. This is our... This is our league where we get points per carry. So very important running back decision. <laughs> I'm in the very same league. Everyone's back at full strength. We're in the same league, but different conferences. So we don't we don't impact each other till come playoff. I want to see you in the championship, baby. I do want to see you in the championship. I think I think uh, we can make that happen now that my running backs are back at full health. And I really need to choose Kenyon Drake. Miles Sanders. So Drake against the Rams, Sanders against the Packers, Ezekiel Elliott against Baltimore, what? or David Montgomery against Detroit. You already said it. Oh, you can only choose one? Yeah, I know I can choose. I need three of those four. Oh, yeah. You should always be starting a running back in your flex, by the way. Yes. In case you yeah. haven't figured that out. Uh, Miles Sanders is an absolute, like, no doubter. Like, going up against Green Bay, who just who averages points against running backs, you should be playing him. He made They made David Montgomery look good. And while we're on it, I still think David Montgomery has a good week this week against Detroit. And the yeah. volume that he's getting, and this is a point-per-carry league, you yeah. have to take that volume into account. And I think that David Montgomery should be starting. So now we're on to Kenyon Drake versus the Rams. And what was the last one? Zeke against the Ravens. No. Kenyon Drake. Hmm. Uh uh, that's tough. I mean, because Zeke is going to get the touches. I'm not sure he's going to get any yards, though. Like, that defense is just so mean. I think they could even get him to just abandon the run. As crazy as that so sounds with mean. Zeke, like, it, it scares me. But because I mean, of the volume, I do think it's going to be tough to pass that up. Um, that Rams defense against the run has been pretty stout themselves. True. Well, and that's probably uh, why not played Drake. Zeke only got 10 carries last week. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, when you're down in games. Yeah, I'm not. I can't That's remember point, that though. game. Yeah. Do you really think against the Ravens he's going to get a chance to run the ball necessarily? I mean, he is. Who knows? Eleven point nine. Eleven point nine on Thanksgiving, but forty two point four the week prior in this league. Yeah. Okay. No, no, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hundred and that's eleven point nine in a point per carry league. That's bad. If you're getting anything yeah, no. under like 20, like sure. 20 is the new 10 for that. Sure. So we're talking about like in a standard league, even in a PPR league, he got you 2.9 points. That's horrific. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad, dude. Like just, we're talking about, there's plenty of guys on the waiver wire that you could have easily picked up and played instead well, of him, man. Alexander he's like Madison droppable. Dude, that's one game. And then he's had 42, 20. <laughs> 27. Like, I'm looking at PPR game. points right here and I'm seeing 6.1, 8.3, 8.9, 19.4, 2.9. Right. This is reading like a waiver wire pickup. 
borderline droppable. He is one of the more valuable commodities in that league. Um, yeah, man, this Rams, stupid Rams. After Rumble. all the slander I just laid down, you know he's going to go and put up a big week. So well, I, mean, I just reverse jinxed it for you. Who are the first two? Just because it's been a while. Kenyon Drake, about. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. And who's the Miles other one? Sanders and David Montgomery are the supposed right. set and forget. Um, and I do think you, you have. Can you make Sanders. a case against David Montgomery? I know you want to, Hank. You're sitting there itching to tell me why David Montgomery's bad. Well, I mean, no. just like every week, the, the easiest case against him is that he just isn't very talented at football. Um, right. The case for him. Carry league. Yeah. And he had 11 carries last week. Um, missed the week before, 14 before that. Like, like he, he's he's putting up like good numbers and point per carry. I mean, maybe you do bench him. He I, he's coming off his first fifty yard. Oh my god! Oh, that's a long. There we go. Okay, these yeah, hundred yard game. There we go. Um, first hundred yard game. That makes more sense. But yeah, I I I still Detroit's not think. good against the run though. True. I, I I'm telling you, these matchups coming up for him are plus matchups. And they shuffled no. up that offensive line. I, I think we're gonna make it, a bet out I of don't this. Think, I think the argument is Drake versus Elliott. I should yeah. remind you the Rams fourth best run defense in the league, conceding ninety three point two yards. Okay. The Ravens are outside the top ten, conceding one hundred and eleven point six. So, if we're going, if this decision is mostly based off run defenses, I think we're overvaluing the Ravens' run defense and undervaluing the Rams' run defense. Which is where I'm. So they're not going to have Lamar either. So, yeah. So you think it's a closer game, which allows Zeke to be in it a bit more. Yes. Mm. Also, uh, I think, you know, if they do start RG3 again, even Trace McSorley, either one, they're, they're primed for some turnovers. So more opportunities for him to get the ball back. So now you're leaning Zeke over Drake? Yeah. You just talked me into it. Wow, because the the Rams are a good defense, and I also just oh They're man, stingy D. They're if really good, man. If there's one thing I can't figure out, it's how yeah the usage. What's his name intends to use his running backs? Cliff Kingsbury. Honestly, you'd almost rather Edwards at this point. If it wasn't a point per point, don't per go that year, far. Point per carry, notwithstanding, you almost would rather Edwards. Yeah, I am. Well, in a, a PPR, you would. That the Raiders are just, or not the Raiders, the uh, Ravens are just going to beat up on the Cowboys. Like, like I, I think that they'll be able to just run it all over them, you know. And it's a short week. That is true. It, it you, you got to play Zeke. I think you got to bench Kenyon Drake. Mm. Really, he had twenty-two carries last week, man. I, I know. I brought you that just up. agreed with him, guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll argue against yourself and go in circles. Um, I mean, unless we should start him over Montgomery. I'm just uh, heard that you say you'd rather have Chase Edmonds than Kenyon Drake. What are you thinking? PPR, we're almost at that point, man. I'm sorry, truth hurts. He had four catches for 14 yards. He had 8.3. We're just going off one week now. <laughs> we're 13 weeks in. We're just going off one week. Is that what, is that the theme of the show today? Yeah. 
Um, well, let's see. Let's see. Let's compare them here. Since you're gonna, take I'm literally comparing them here right now. I'm doing it. Okay, and beyond one week, can can I get more than a one week sample size? Um, sure. Play it on. Kenyon Drake is the RB sixteen, and Chase Edmonds is the RB eighteen. That's wow. the whole well, damn almost season. Almost to that point is probably the right way to put it. Mm, no. <laughs> If we're talking about I mean, recent trends, Kenyon Drake oh. is trending up. Chase Edmund is trending down. Is one week a trend? Uh, I'm looking at three weeks. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's uh, we're talking about a one and a half point difference in production from them in full PPR, but definitely the last two games where Drake has averaged 2.6 and 3.5 yards per carry. We actually are trending up. Um, as wow. crazy as that sounds, we are trending up, but boy, he's, uh, he's part of the good at fantasy, bad at real football club. I mean, he, he like leads that. Club. I think he's just being misused. No. Well, he's been bad at real football, whether that's because he's being misused or not. He's, he's been bad at real Let's football. Ask him to run between the tackles. And he's a guy that he's an outside runner and a ball yeah. catcher and they're not throwing him balls. I, I mean, no, I agree. It's a product of playing with uh, Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray is their RB1, let's be honest. And yes, then we're talking is. about the debate between RB2 and 3 here. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be uh, banking on air raid running backs. I don't know, just a thought. Well, he did go to Alabama. Yeah, the oh, last yeah. eight but, but, games of last season Like, were... in, in pro. Yeah, I know, but he has, like, one six-game stretch where he looked like a starting NFL running back. And the rest of the time, it's been like, yep, there's that guy we picked up in the, what, fourth round is that right i i thought i had oh third round and it's just like yeah he's just been kind of a guy out there and he had a couple really good weeks it's still how i see him okay just saying they changed his usage up drastically so we've gone from rich man's problems to mega poor man problems in our startup dynasty Mm -hmm. where you know my strategy is load up on wide receivers forget running backs because i can draft running backs as illustrated by the other dynasties i just uh you know, gave to you, all those running backs were drafted in house can be done. So it's a little bit of a tank job this year. I'm, I'm going to admit it, but anyways, I want to start justice Hill over chase Edmonds. Um, but I, I want your blessing. Another option would be Gus Edwards. Gus, no, 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 Ooh. Gus, 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 Gus. Yeah. Over justice Hill. I love, I love justice Hill. So I really, I, I need someone to help me think this through logically, because my my love the, for Justice Hill does kind of trump logic. Uh, the thing with Gus Edwards is he's playing the Cowboys. Like they're both playing the Cowboys. The oh, same that team. is true. They're both on the same team. <laughs> I was thinking of Brian Hill. Um, yeah, I think. Wow, I'm actually not sure how the touches broke out the last couple of weeks. Let me check on that. Nine for Gus Edwards and for Justice Hill. Drum roll, please. Nine. Oh boy. Oh, tied at nine. Wow. Tied at nine. Must we go? And who to... who did something with him? Because that's who's going to be getting him this week. Gus. Gus was better. Slightly. Slightly. He had a touchdown. Yeah. Well, ah. Uh, His yards per carry was less, but he had the touchdown. Michael Pittman's taken off in that league, by the way. So, bah, 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 bah. Oh, I have him in my dynasty, too. He's dope. He looks he great. I would um, like to have Chase Claypool, too, but here we are. I know, right? I know. Yeah. Um, 
Pittman, Buffs fans will remember. God, uh, he he torched the Buffs in that USC. Sure I will. I don't like USC. Hot take. I don't like USC. No one should like USC. Um, it's probably the coldest take ever. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, you're uh, it fits right into no one should like the Lakers. No one should like In and Out. You know, it's a little. It's a little. Oh. Come on, man! You just gotta slide it's, that one in there. Well, I'm just saying it's it's part of that Southern Cal like uh, slander, you know. Right. And Bro-y, truth be told, know. we slander them. But it, would we mind being in uh, South Central LA in the best uh, film you program would. in the country? No, you would. You know, right? Yeah, I would. I would. If there was any college football coaching job that I could pick from, would USC be the top one? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I could sell that in my sleep, of course. Mm-hmm. So are we a little jealous in our hate for USC? Maybe. But yeah, that's a that's a scorching cold hot take that we don't like USC. So there you go. Uh, Henry, please get us back on the rails. But before we do that, I know you had a special shout out ready this week for us. I cannot wait to hear what special shout out you have for us. It might interest guy, new sportsbook, uh, DraftKings sportsbook user, maybe. I'm already in on it, so. There you go. (laughs) The gyms may not be full, but there's definitely no shortage of madness this college basketball season. For us fans, the college basketball powers that be have gifted us with a top-tier matchup between two powerhouses. This weekend, Gonzaga and Baylor will be going toe-to-toe for what could be the nation's top ranking. And DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is bringing you closer to the action with these can't-miss offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all college basketball fans who sign up now the chance to win $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win this Clash of Titans. Plus, you'll get a deposit bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up for your shot to turn $1 into $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win. That's right. Bet $1 to win $100. Use promo code DMVR during sign-up to take advantage of these great offers for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Oh, and the answer to your problem is Gus Edwards. Thank you. He, got the, he has the trust of... The coach, I forget which Harbaugh it is. I always get them mixed up. But he, if he has the trust in the red zone, then I'll take him over Justice Hill. Plus, he has uh, or had multiple touches coming into last week, which is uh, something that Justice Hill cannot say. Justice Hill. One of these days, he will break out for me, like Ronald Jones before him and other uh, fantasy running back crushes who sometimes pan out, oftentimes. They do not. Uh, by the way, and a guy can't remember which which Harbaugh coaches the Ravens. I can relate to that. John Henry. No. Yes. Yes. He John coaches the Ravens, right? Oh, Jim coaches Michigan. Yeah, you got Ooh, yeah. We got, got him. Me. We oh. got him. Right as I was that about hurt. to say, Henry, take notes, because once you hit your oh. 30s, remembering first names <laughs> of sports figures, no longer a thing. Your no, brain boy. just is like, you know what? I've got enough going on. I've had to remember to pay rent for 15 years. I can't handle remembering which 
Harbaugh is Jim, which is John. Who cares? Yeah. Um, shout who's out who's to, got uh, it better than them? Nobody. That's what matters. Shout okay. out to Jordan Taylor. I think this is his big week. It's going to break out. Jordan. That is a former Broncos wide receiver. The guy who <laughs> might break out, but probably won't, is Jonathan. Yes, Jonathan? <laughs> yep. Did I get that yep. right? Yeah, let's is go. Is he on the COVID you, list? You noticed. Oh, no, Jeez. I have no idea. That sure. was just, that is not real take. That's just making fun of Dre for calling him no, Jonathan Taylor. Jordan Taylor. Jonathan yeah. Taylor's on the COVID list, so. Yes, he, sure. So it's a Naheem, Naheem Hines week, huh? We've tried uh, this before, and it doesn't really pan out as <laughs> expected. It's a Heinz 67 week. Um, yeah. All right. I think we're going to go to our Discord where there's nothing but good things going on. Um, but prior to that, I have one final wide receiver question from my lineup. A.J. Brown, this A.J. Brown wide receiver status situation um, is going to be interesting for me. It's going to impact me in a lot of leagues. So assuming AJ's healthy, I think I start Cooper Cup. I think yeah. I start Michael Pittman against Houston. Yeah. Do I start Jarvis Landry? Yes. Against Tennessee? Yes. Browns have been in a lot of low-scoring games. Yeah, but Landry or, had a big week last week. He did. Or do I in go Tennessee? You already know Tennessee has a horrible defense. Dude, they're terrible. And I love that. I'm one of the leaders of the Tennessee as a terrible defense crowd. Um, we are early adopters, as you would say, in the Tennessee yes. as a terrible defense. Okay, so you're all in on Landry. Travis Fulgham against the Packers doesn't tempt you. No. Nope. Because their secondary is actually pretty good. They're a run yeah. funnel defense. So no, you're right. it's gonna it's gonna be a Miles Sanders game through it's and through. And Carson game. Wentz has been so bad. They need to do everything they can to just take the ball out of his hands and try and stay competitive. So what was the first one that you said? Uh AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, Jarvis Landry. Oh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown has played through injury earlier this season, had yes. a good game. So he's just also keep that been in mind. Beast. I know. He's been a beast. So you'd just go keep and, that in mind. You'd go Landry over Fulgham for sure, and Landry over Christian Kirk against the Rams yes. as well. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Thank you. So brother. if you're starting, if you're starting what three, then yeah, Landry Cup Four. and AJ Brown. Landry I, I, Cup, I, Brown, and Pittman in the slot. And Pittman, yeah, Pittman was the other one, dude. Pittman, Woo! love yeah. that guy. Love, I got him in dynasty, love, and I'm love, very love, excited love about love that. Love Pittman, yes, he is phenomenal. Well, how yeah. real quick in dynasty? Okay, Philip Rivers, how many seasons does he have left? A and B, what are they going to do a quarterback after him? How does that they got make you there. evaluate Michael Pittman long term? But see, the the, the nice is he thing a sell high a... candidate here in dynasty? No, probably not. Am I overthinking I, that? I believe in that coaching staff. And I believe they could add a Carson Wentz, a Matthew Stafford, a You're trying Cousins, to inspire me by saying like that, that they could add a Carson Wentz? Well, last time Carson Wentz was worse. playing with Frank Reich, he was on pace to be the MVP of the league. That is true. Them's are the facts. We're going to yeah. talk about this in the draft pod later, and I've been thinking a lot about it. But one of the things that the uh, Chargers – or not the Chargers, the Colts did that's like just a really smart idea is just picking up Jacob Eason. You know, just having somebody in there so when Phillip Rivers does leave, like, yeah, maybe you go out and sign somebody, maybe you draft somebody, but either way, you at least have one person you're adding into the quarterback competition. Whereas, like, if the Broncos move on from Drew Locke, it's like, well – 
we have totally nothing at all. We have to go draft somebody and start him, or we have to give a Case Keenum $17 million a year just to have some sort of solution to patch things. And that frustrates me. So I, I think the Colts are, are just well run and finding a quarterback that's serviceable won't be that big of a problem. They're kind of like the Nuggets, Toronto Raptors of the NFL. There's yeah. nothing like super sexy, but it's like, man, they do everything kind of right. And you're right. Yep. They do things like Jacob Eason. That's like a bull bull pick. You know, it's just making moves on the fringes. There was a book about the Tampa Bay race um, about the 2% making moves to give you that little 2% advantage, just making moves on the margin. And once in a while, those pulls off and you can do that in fantasy too. You know, you're always on top of your waiver claims. I've got guys in deep dynasties like Tyreek Hill, you know, you, you add him in week 14 of his rookie season, those little moves on the margins sometimes can pay off in a big way. Um, maybe you picked up the Taysom Hill back in the day, stuff like that. We are going to our discord, which of course, you can access if you are a member of DNVR. You can sign up now. You can get yourself a gift box, which uh, you get a gift box. The subscription, annual subscription is $59.88. The gift box is going to give you two free shirts, one sticker pack. That's a value of $65 in free merch. For a subscription, that's less than that. So basically, you're getting a over $115 value out of just $59.88. It's a steal. You get all our written content. You get access to the Discord. You get discounts at the bar, discounts on merch. You get that free merch. It is absolutely a steal. So anyways, we are going in there to our loyal members in that fantasy channel and tapping into some of the more interesting questions since this has really been a full lineup day and I have enjoyed it. It's nice being back. Nice getting back to arguing with Guy. Frankly, I missed it. Uh, PPR, should I drop Fulgham? Or Higgins for Judy, Joker13 asks. Higgins, as long as it's not a keeper league. Yeah. Man. I mean, Higgins seems kind of useless. Judy <sighs> might wind up being useless, but... What a bummer for a Higgins. Yep. Oh, man, that Cincy offense was so nice fantasy-wise, and it's yep. just gone to hell that bums me out so hard, man. Both my my draft and fantasy brains are broken from that. Um, shoot. Yeah, I guess so. I hate it. It makes me sad. But I guess so, guys. I think that's, uh, that's the correct move. Oh, yeah. man. All right. Um, here's another one that we have here. And it's, it's just a lineup question. Would you change anything? They've got Alvin Kamara and Kenyon Drake as the starting running backs with Wayne Gallman in the flex spot. I know we're all a little scared by Kamara these days. Uh, we just Do we know the whole... scoring? Is uh, PPR? It looks like it's not PPR, uh, considering the wide receiver projection averages. I'm going off a screenshot here. It would appear it is not PPR, so that's why um, that's why they must be starting that running back at flex. And you know the the bench is pretty thin. You've got guys like Sony Michelle, Jacob Myers, Marquise Brown, Lavisca Chenault, uh, Joshua Kelly, Jared Goff, uh, Michael P. Ryan, Kenny Galladay, 
Adrian Peterson and the wide receivers they're starting are Robert Woods and DJ Moore. Oh no, DJ Moore's hurt. DJ Moore is hurt hmm. as well. And Kenny Galladay is too, right? Yeah. So, so I can tell you there you gotta go, Marquise Brown. Yeah. Do you? I mean well, if the other option is Kobe Myers off blown coverage. With go Chase, Jacoby Tracy Sorley back there. Yeah, I would say that probably. Or, or Chanel, who should be back, right? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a toughie. I do yeah, think that, like, Robert Griffin wasn't terrible. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like that's a super Whoa. high bar to clear, but. I, he's he's not like uh, like when Ben DiNucci was in or so many of these guys where it's like I'm just not starting any of these receivers. Like I don't feel that way about him. It's just whether Marquise Brown is good enough to make you pull the trigger, and that is really difficult to decide. I mean, would you go Jacoby Myers? Those are really the only two options here. <sighs> Myers or Brown? I th- I think I go Brown. No. I go Myers. I'm going Myers. Mm. Yeah, I mean, answer. he was uh, five for fifty-two last week. I mean, this is not PPR, so in a situation, but the Chargers like this, Chargers can be thrown on, man. Yeah, yeah, so can the that's Cowboys. true. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man, Myers is kind of I see that being more of a running receiver. game. Ravens. And uh, what's it called? And Cowboys. I see that being more of a run-heavy game. Yeah, feed Gus, right? Hashtag feed Gus. Um, He's hungry, dude. Feed him. That's right. (laughs) Do it up. What a horrendous Sophie's choice. Um, I'm going to say Jacoby Myers, but I think that this is going to be like a, especially in standard, this is going to end up being like a four points versus five points sort of week here between the two so you're gonna get an extra one out of one of the two guys all the logic would suggest myers but just from like gauging this lineup i say go roll the dice go with marquis yeah i i think so too i think like so if too. if you're right and it's we're talking about the the difference between a four five point game and a five six point game like that's probably going to be the margin then but roll the dice the on the ceiling, one yeah. guy who might have a 15 point game and don't don't regret having missed out on those extra like three points if it doesn't pan out don't yeah, don't cry over that. missed three points that's uh i think that's a good Good mentality to have in life and have in fantasy. Um, fellas, I, I turn it to you. Any line of questions you have or questions you want to address before we get out of here? Um, Honestly, oof. my team is in such rough shape right now that there really aren't many questions for me to ask. Like pretty much everybody on the bench is hurt or on a buy. Like, like you could have a cam Akers or uh deandre swift discussion but it's got to be swift and that's only gonna work if he's actually playing that's you pick up latavius kind of, murray 
that's my decision. Yeah, picking up Latavius Murray, I, I'm not sure if he's still there. I considered it, but I just really wasn't all that bought in. I do have roster space, spots I could use. Well, here, what do you think of these running backs? We can do better than Cam Akers. Uh, Frank Gore, James White, Jamal Williams. Um, Gore. McKissick, you think so? Frank I mean, Gore, yeah. He's going to get touches. He is Michael Perrine, P. Ryan, however you pronounce it. He's injured and out. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden they're talking about Frank Gore, old reliable there. You know how he does. So wait, Frank Gore over who is the second one you had? Uh, James J.D. White. McKissick. James White. Non-PPR. Nah, non-PPR, that's tough. Yep, Jamal Williams, again, non-PPR. Jamal's great, but yeah, non-PPR. Frank tough. Gore did score his only touchdown of the season just two weeks ago, so maybe, maybe he's getting hot. That was also his only double-digit scoring week. <laughs> There's no Carlos Hyde available. Some, some Frank Gore. Um, Carlos Hyde is an option. I'd go Carlos Hyde. Right? You think he gets enough touches with Carson? I don't know. He's been decent the last few weeks. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but Carson's I mean, back. He was doing the back. little things on the fringes, you know. Hyde still got 15 carries with Carson back. He mm-hmm. only turned those into 22 yards. I know, but but he got a he had some good reps even in pass protection. Like you don't see that in fantasy, but that's what gets you more touches, and you might eventually reap the benefits from stuff like that. Okay, well, I mean, that's... I'm just saying I'm not elated by Frank Gore, though. I guess this is going to be one of the worst defenses he's going to face all year. Yeah. So you've kind of got that going for you. I mean, Frank Gore has never done anything this season. Oh, people, okay. I was gonna say, wow. I know people He's get so trash so his entire career there. Freaked out about like any anti Frank Gore take, and it's like, well, he's a top ten rusher all time. It's like, well, yeah, because he's still playing and he's in his thirties. Like in terms of like, yeah. is he a top ten running back of all time? Like, no. Unless you factor in longevity, and who wants like that's not a fun conversation. I don't think he was ever a top five running back no. in the league. When he was no. on the, uh, was what's prime. it called? When he was on the 49ers, he 49ers. was the inconvenient truth. He he might have been fringe top five, but I always think he was just a smidge outside. I'm going to yeah. say this, and this is not a joke. I think I was in high school when he was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. That's I was probably in middle ago. school. I was that was like 2006, 2007, right? Yeah. No, I guess I was I mean, having one of my first jobs out of college when the Niners had that really good season under Jim Harbaugh. So like 2011? Yeah, yeah. Vic Fangio, defensive coordinator of those teams. Yeah. Don't need to sell me on Vic Fangio knowing how to run a defense. There's just other stuff that I'm a little bit concerned about. Oh, All right, should we ask Guy some lineup questions? Yeah, Ooh, Guy, please. you might have better questions than uh, how about, yeah. my second win. An embarrassment of riches over here. I have Austin Eckler and hold on. Is this? Oh, Jesus. Now I have David Johnson due to come back from. Okay. So I need to find two roster spots for these guys coming off my IR. Correct. Um, So David Johnson coming back means Jettison Duke Johnson. Correct. Yeah. Wait, let me just see what this says here. Um, Oh, he isn't activated yet. So that means that I can keep. David Johnson on my IR for one more week. Okay. So on my bench, Naheem Hines, Giovanni Bernard, Brian Hill, Tyler Boyd, Travis Fulgham, Antonio Brown. 
And this is a league that is point per rushing attempt. So I like to go running back heavy on the bench usually. Yeah. You, one of those guys needs to start? No, needs to get oh, the heave get ho that. so I can oh. toss Austin Eckler into my lineup. Repeat that to me. <clears throat> Naheem Hines, Giovanni yeah. Bernard, Brian yeah. Hill, Tyler Boyd, Travis Fogum, Antonio Brown. I'm leaning into Brian Hill. Yeah, probably Brian Hill. Yeah. Hate to say it, love me some Brian Hill. Probably what's, Brian Hill. Though. I was going to say, you were big on him like all season. Well, and this talented. is with, what's his name, finally got injured, Todd Gurley. Yeah, but Taylor's not playing, and I'm, I'm kind of big on Hines too. You got to bench Fulgham. I think... I'm not talking about benching. I'm talking about cutting from oh, my cutting? team. Hey, this then, is my yeah. bench. Yeah, I this would... would be like your starting team here. This is my bench, bud. Yeah, I would cut him. Or Bernard. Travis Fulgham? Did you say you would tra- you would cut Travis Fulgham? Like I also that, have Tyler Boyd group? on my team. Especially when running backs are so valuable. I mean, yeah. in, in PPR, or I guess we do the half-point PPR. In half-point PPR leagues, he has he, he have 5.2 points combined over the last three weeks. Yeah, but dude, Tyler Boyd, we're talking about 10.1, 17.5, and that's the game that what's-his-name got injured. So he got those points before Joe Burrow got injured, mm-hmm. and then four point five last week. Is Tyler Boyd cuttable? Uh, I'd yeah, rather cut just Fulgham. yet. I mean, the last three weeks for Fulgham, he he has four catches and twenty or no thirty two receiving yards. Like I, I think that the magic is kind of worn off there. Oh, oh man, God. is it worth hanging on to Bernard though? That's also I'm gonna, fair. I'm gonna say Brian Hill. Point per rushing attempt though. Yes. Thing is, Brian Hill, like if you cut him, he's the one that's going to go most under the radar. Is he the one that I'm most likely to be able to get back? Is what you're saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. So I got to get rid of Brian but Hill. All right. And a per Rip. carry, kind of putting yourself out there by doing that, you know? Yeah, but I also have Kenyon Drake, um, Duke Johnson slash David Johnson, whichever one of them is playing. Yeah. Wayne Gallman. Austin Eckler, Eckler, Naeem Hines. Yeah. I mean, I do have solid running backs. Yeah, no, cutting a wide receiver probably isn't doable at this point. <laughs> God, Cam Newton is my quarterback. I don't know how I've gotten away with that. I am the second-ranked team in the league, and I have Cam Newton as my oh, quarterback. It's, it's a point per carry. That's how you've got I know. <laughs> it's, He's getting you 10 points on rushing attempts alone. That's I really wish I had. What's his name? Kyler Murray would be so much fun to have in this I league. I had Dak Prescott to start with in that league. Woo! And, uh, yeah. He was Ooh, lighting it up. That was real nice. Um, All right. And then we do have a question in the post of the podcast. This is from a couple weeks ago, but I think it's still a good one. I'm guessing you haven't answered it, but it's from Munster Bronco. I don't think we did that one. What up, guys? Greetings from Germany. Longtime listener, first time commenter. Quick question. I don't know who to start as my running backs and flex PPR. Yes, Jacobs, who's now out, Hunt yep. and Connor. So you got to go Hunt and Connor as the running back options. Fulgham and Jacoby Myers for his flex spot. Oof. Thanks for the help, Munster Bronco. Fulgham, man. I, I think so too. It's I know the Packers have a decent secondary, but. He's got to be a better option than Jacoby Myers. We yeah, talked yeah, up yeah, Jacoby yeah. Myers a little bit earlier, but yes. that's in the context of being super desperate. But I think that Travis Fulgham, he's still – I don't know if I'm ready to move on from him just yet. I know it's a bad track record the last three weeks, but 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I am ready to move on from him, but also throughout this whole thing, I've been saying like this is a flash in the pan. Like I am just waiting for him to drop off, and I think it's going to be over when it does. And so for me, coming into it with that perspective, seeing three total duds of games, it's like yeah, there's this guy is. This, Henry, there's a term for that. It's, it's called confirmation bias. Is that what it is, or is that yes, just knowing what's going to happen because we've seen bad receivers put up numbers for a couple weeks before? Because it's one of so the you're other. You just know everything that's going to happen. I heard. I mean, it's a guy who couldn't make two different NFL rosters before this season and went to the team with the worst in receivers in the league. The context of this question, Henry Fulgham or Jacoby Myers? I think it's Jacoby you have Myers. To go... Okay, we're betting then. Okay. And I like it. This is going to be a classic five versus six right here. I know. One, I won because I guess the guy that got six go points. Uh, 20 half yards. Half point PPR. Half point PPR. Cool. It's a classic. Safe option is Myers. Roll the dice is Fulgham. Um, Fulgham I think just safe and roll the dice are both Fulgham. I mean. No. I, best, based on their recent production, that's incorrect. Jacoby yeah, Myers has been bad too, hasn't he? I mean, he had five catches for 52 yards last week, which is more than... Which is 7.5 points. And it's more than Fulgham had in the last three weeks combined. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Fulgham has uh, 32 yards combined, receiving the last three weeks combined for four receptions. Uh, I've been telling you guys all along, there's a flash in the pan, man. He's done. Yes, guy. Notably, that was you. Yeah, you have so them in all these whiplash. <laughs> um, man, yeah, Ooh. yeah. It's a classic. Depending on where you're at in the standings, depending on who you're playing, what do the projections say? If the projections say no, you're projected to lose by like 15 plus. You go fold. If the projections have you as you actually projected look at the projections win, on the sites. Sure, why not? Because uh, they're usually wildly wrong. Yahoo's projections have been awful, man. I mean, I, I would like to that, see oh, data man. and not you just like eyeing it and saying they're awfully wrong. <laughs> when I used to play against my brother, my brother has like the ultimate mind games over me, as brothers do. But he used to always, when he played me, he would put his worst trash lineup out there. So the projections had him really low. And then Sunday morning, That's he would true. change all of his stuff. And then he would just murder me. And it would just be like, I didn't see that coming because I was looking at the projections. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't look at projections anymore. I, I think the projections can be a good indicator. I mean, I wouldn't use them as a way to make lineup decisions, but I would use them as a way to kind of gauge this kind of stuff, you know, and get an uh, idea. You, you of just use the eyeball test, favorable. like see your team. You're like, oh, God, I'm going up against Dalvin Cook. I need a, I need a big week here. Or like, oh my God! Yeah, the but the guy going against the starting Garrett Gilbert at quarterback, I think we can play it safe. Right. Um, and I mean, you got to go across the roster, you know. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, if he has a lot of Tyreek Hills, a lot of like swing for the fences type of guys. You know, depending on where I'm at, I might want to match that swing the fence mentality or I want to be the one who has the safer options. Uh, and that also depends on the matchups. So mm-hmm. mm, I'm going Jacoby Myers though here. I think I'm going Jacoby Myers. Yeah. I'll take yeah. four. There you go. 
Uh, I mean, uh, neither of these are good options. One. I will say that. Like, no, they're both bad options. Uh, trending in opposite directions. Trending in opposite directions. Where I do think True. Myers is kind of wide receiver one and the thirty second worst passing offense in the NFL. <laughs> are they? Statistically, thirty second worst. That makes them not. the best. Correct. Yeah, with the double negative, uh, yes. 30 seconds work with the semantics guy. is how you should phrase that. But I knew that then that would be more confusing than saying it incorrectly. You um, just the 32nd no, passing offense. Probably the Jets are worse. They're probably, you know, like Cincinnati yeah, without be. Burrow. Uh, but I would rather have guys in those other passing offenses than I would in the I mean, as far as fantasy value, I think it's the 32nd most valuable passing offense in fantasy football. That I do think is correct. Even if statistically the passing offense might be better. I don't There's know, man. no the Jets passing offense, but I'd rather Jamison Crowder. Yeah. All right. We'll see because I'm it. taking Fulgham. We'll, we'll have a nice little bet there and uh, we'll find you, out. You better have make a look see. Better make note of that. Uh, so you can remember for if I win, I will make note of it. And if I lose, I will conveniently forget. You need to make note now so that uh, that can that can actually occur. I'll yep, make that note on is... Sunday while watching the games. Oh, my that's goodness. what I'll do. make a note. That's what a producer <laughs> does. He makes notes. He tracks these <laughs> things and you shall do that. So that's booyah. why I'm the mediocre producer guy. That you are a non-producer. You are not. This show wasn't created by you. It's not being produced or posted by you, and you're not taking <laughs> notes. You are actually not producing this show. The show is co-produced by Henry and I. You are merely Ouch. on this show. Oh no! Wow. A, a personality. You are I'm a, a writer's credit. You are a writer's credit. I mean, you in the in the episode description, your name is put in there as producer guy, which again, incorrect. For the purposes of this show, which is co-produced by Henry and I, not by Guy in any way, but still, in any way, huh? Whoa, we're Guy, you're, you, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think producing the show is? It's, it's hosting the show. It's creating the link. It's creating notes. It's taking notes. You do none of those things. What about all those graphics I helped make and all the the camera setup I was doing earlier in the year? Was huh? did Kale make the Tuesday graphics or did you make those? I helped. I made the Did original, you? like the I eating crow graphics. No, I didn't make those, but I'm oh, okay. To start, you wow. mean like the the our fantasy cover graphic? Yes. Eric didn't oh. create that. You created I, it. It was all my brainchild. Yes. Okay. Okay. Again, huh. though, you designed the logo of the show. That doesn't mean you are producing the show. D- different things. I should know. What I was being facetious <laughs> there. That was definitely Eric's work. I, I just want people to know who are listening. Uh, guy is a producer. That is his title. He just doesn't do that on this show. That's all we're saying. Was yeah. it your brainchild? It was your brainchild. That's true. The MVR fantasy. Also, guy's brainchild. I think um, I, I want to go back. I want to call all of our bets from the season and visit them at the end of the season and see who had the most right takes. If only we had, we would have had a producer to track that for us, dating back to the pre, the preseason all the way until now. You know that's why producers are valuable. But Henry and I have so much going on co-producing this show wow. that we didn't do that. It's been a real tailgate of an episode wow. here. It's been nice so guy. on the rails because of how off the rails it's been. 
if you are listening to this and would like some experience producing a semi-popular <laughs> fantasy show locally, uh, we would love that. Or if you're just a loyal listener who would like to take notes of our bets so that we may track those, since we do not have a producer willing to do that on this show, we would also love to hear from you. Um, it, wow. What a... I, Nothing makes me happier than ending the show like this. I hope everyone listened to the end. Good job, producer Dre. That was beautiful. Co-producer Henry, excellent job by you. Producer Guy, who again, producer is his title, but not specifically on this fantasy show, which is his brainchild. And I would say maybe you are the most knowledgeable fantasy person on here. So again, very very valuable asset. We just beyond that asset could also use a producer on this show um (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna end it for us i hope you had as much fun as we did we will be back live on tuesday uh answering all your questions and doing this whole thing again until then best of luck to you on a full sunday slate and even a full monday slate and uh yeah may the fantasy be with you Yeah.